Check, check, check. One, two, three. Go again. Check, check, check. One, you're, two. You're louder than me. Yeah, man, not for me. That's weird. I feel like I always sound quiet. Oh, see, uh, that's nice, clear. Better? Yeah, love All right. it. All right. There you go. <laughs> well. The audio didn't work there. What's going on, man? Oh, man. Dang it. I was looking to redeem myself. All right, let, let me let me fade this down because I really want to hear this clip. I don't know. Maybe it's because this is playing. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is what happens when I when I don't produce it. Let's, let's fade this guy down. Yeah, let me get this down. Okay, here we go. Let's try this again. All right. Because this, this, this should be an easy one for you. All right, you ready? Okay. You whack the got him. Are you I'll crazy? Hit him with what? You're the jock. You have a baseball bat or something. Just meet me at my porch at midnight. Oh, and meanwhile. Meanwhile? Whatever you do, don't, don't fall yep. asleep. Yep. All right. Well, you better know that yeah. now. You better know what that is. What is that? Give me a nightmare on the street. All right. Come there on. you go. Adam Here we go. Hey, hey, let me give you one of these. There you go. Ego finally coming through on Redemption. some movie trivia. All right, because that was about as easy as Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, it, it, no. All right. Ferris Bueller's Day Off was easier than that. I am so much more familiar with Ferris Bueller's Day Off than I am well, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's did, why I, so that fail last week was why you really wanted to just yeah. crawl into a hole and, and die. You know what I did? What? Extra cup of coffee today before I came in. Nice. Extra nice. cup. All right, guys. Ready. Hey, man. It is uh, season two, week five of the Fantasy Football Junkies, man. And again, patting ourselves on the back, man. We didn't do bad last week. You know, there were some that we missed, like... The Jalen Hurts boom that I put on there, you know, it wasn't my fault. I didn't know it was going to be rainy outside, all right? I mean, you can't do nothing about that, right? Nobody bats a thousand. He didn't have a bad week, man. No, he He didn't, but he didn't, you know, he didn't go on a boom run like I thought he would. I thought he was going to be over 30 points a game, but I'm glad he he didn't because I was playing him last week. Also, had him a a large Lamar Jackson, you know, bust that we called, a Mark Andrews bust that I called. I think you laughed at me. Yeah. I think I laughed at myself, didn't I? Wasn't I laughing at myself? We were both laughing at you. Be, and because you you made the call, and a lot of it was just wishful thinking because you were going up against right. Lamar Jackson. Right. But at the same time, it checked yeah. out. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, right. Yep. So yeah, I I assume you won your matchup. I did. There yes. you go. Congrats, yes. buddy. Again, uh, doing well, and uh, I know you're doing well in yours too. And yes, again, sir. fantasy football one on one, you're doing a great job there, man. Giving guys advice and and uh, girls. I sh- when I say guys, I mean people. Okay, there you I, go. People are like, look, it's not just guys that play fantasy football. Twenty twenty two. When I say guys, I'm, I mean everybody. Okay, and um, we had again another good compliment uh, come down from um, uh, a listener over the weekend. Actually, it was Friday. Uh, at the uh, the football game uh, for my son, you know, at Pleasant Plains, and there's a lot of people coming up in the press box, you know, because stuff that's going on in Plains right now, and and uh, somebody came up there and they were like, "Hey, so so, uh, what time do you air that podcast?" I said, "Well, I mean, we record it yeah. the day before, and then we play, you know, we put it up, so it's up before the Thursday night game." Oh, I love that, man! I love that. And he was like, "So I listened to it on Spotify, and I thought you guys did that live," and I was like, "No." Maybe someday we'll do it live. Who knows? But I'm um, down, man. You know, I'm, yeah. I mean, we're, we, it's, and he was really appreciative of that. And uh, so, thank you for listening, guys. We appreciate it. You can pick it up on any podcast uh, device: Apple, Spotify, Google Play, 
You name it, it is everywhere, okay? Why am I always blowing up around this time? I don't get it. Every every Wednesday, like, my phone just goes nuts, so. Um, all right, so, yeah, remind me to edit that at the very beginning. Okay. That clip, because yeah. last week I left one in, and I was like, yeah. I, uh-huh, I caught that one, too. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that one in. <laughs> I love my buddies in St. Louis. They always, they're like you. They're like the, the either the, uh, the the last name police, the, uh-huh. the vocabulary police. Mm-hmm. I'm running with dubs. I don't care. Dubes, yeah, it's sticking with dubs. You're, I'm sticking with that. There's the and right way, and there's you know, your way. There's my way. I mean, yeah. it's just that's what everyone wants to say anyway, all right? So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be mentioning him a lot today, all right? Oh, so, man. Um, let's get to the Thursday Night Football Focus, all right, for week number five. Now, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think this game's really exciting very much, but... I may not watch. This, this might is the be, first one. This might be the yeah. first Thursday night game that I find something else to do. Yep, Colts at Broncos. Let's try and make it sound exciting for tomorrow night, okay, for your Thursday Night Fantasy Football Focus. Uh, fantasy players who had high hopes for Javante Williams can no longer count on him following that torn ACL he suffered in Denver's loss to Vegas in Week 4. Now, it's the Melvin Gordon show, okay? But against a Colts defense that's given up just 302 yards to opposing running backs this season, he's an obvious choice for your Thursday night football lineup. I say yes, since the coaching staff just came out and said they are going to ride Melvin Gordon in this game hard, and they're going to see if he can be the workhorse that they need him to be and go from there. Okay, Colts' best interior defensive lineman also to force Buckner miss week four with that elbow injury. It's not clear if he's going to be returning for this game. The Colts also have questions in their running back room as well. After Jonathan Taylor, you know, he left late in the game on Sunday with an ankle injury. Uh, Indy's passing game hasn't received the lift that it was hoping for after swapping out Carson Wentz for Matt Ryan at QB, but... Uh, I think there's maybe some some Colts receivers that you can maybe look at as a wide receiver of three this this week, okay? My top fantasy pick, though, for Thursday Night Football. We nailed it last week. I, I called T. Higgins, man. Yeah. And, you know, he was huge. Um, I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton uh, for this game, okay? Sutton uh, came away with five recepts for 52 yards and a TD in Denver's loss to Vegas last week. And for the season, he's got 24 total catches, uh, 34 yards, logged his first TD of the season last week as well. Sutton's only played one previous game against the Colts in 2019, finishing with three catches for 72 yards. And he has allowed almost 500 yards to opposing receivers this season. So it's the second lowest mark in the league, but the Colts haven't played opponents whose receivers have been the focal point of the offense. It's basically Russell Wilson and the Cortland Sutton show, uh, I believe, every single week. Uh, Broncos haven't seen the uptick in offensive production they were hoping for either. And uh, head coach uh, Nathaniel Hackett, says that you know, without Javante Williams in play, it looks like it's going to be the Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton show if Melvin Gordon can't get things going. You also want to think about starting Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson, like I just mentioned, who's yet to hit his stride this season. And people, like, there is a lot of question marks. I think we talked about it a little bit when we ranked our quarterbacks. Um, I think you and I both were like, man, there's question marks you know, around this team and around Russell yeah. Wilson. I, I really think we, we said that. Um, against the Raiders, he completed 68% of his passes. And, and here's and here's the, the one thing I, I like about Wilson that I that it, that it was mentioned on a, on a, on a fancy show was it Sunday or Monday? But he doesn't throw a lot of bad balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just aren't being caught, and they're just not. You know, they're not they're not doing what the the, the Denver you know team needs him to do. So Wilson was cre- credited though with just one single poor throw last week. That's what they, I think they call him poor throws. And uh, for the season, he's he's at a very low thirteen point five percent 
low, uh, you know, poor throw technique. So like a bad decision yes, throw, yes, right? Yes, not like a little bit off target, right? Like make the wrong read and just yeah, right. So for tomorrow night Thursday night football focus, if you've got Cortland Sutton, start him. Uh, Russell Wilson, maybe start him. Yeah. Um, other than that, I just don't know, man. So kind of going back to last week a little bit, going into that game, remember us talking about how Cincinnati had barely given up any passing touchdowns on the season, so I wasn't crazy about Tua, and injury or no injury, wasn't crazy about Tua on a short week, and I didn't feel good about any receivers getting into the end zone because I think the Bengals had only allowed like two touchdowns through the air. And uh, Hill had a nice week, right? Caught a lot of balls, but... Did he score? Yes. He Okay, so he scored. All right, so there was a touchdown. So Hill was good. This week, it's kind of the same thing, man. I, I'm looking at this stuff and these defenses. Indy, 207 yards per game allowed through the air. That's seven touchdowns on the season. So I'm inclined to just agree with you 100% that really the only guys to plug in, Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton. Sutton yeah. seems to be his favorite target. Melvin Gordon, though, man, might be, I think, a, a, a flex play this week, though. Because seriously, Maybe. what I'm seeing from these coaches is, like, look, if we're going to have any running game at all to help Russell Wilson out, we need to see in this game if Gordon can be the guy. And I would say to that, if if you're in desperation mode, which you might be because there's a lot of guys yeah. hurt at the running, running back backs position. Are, we talked about it earlier. Uh-huh. You'd better be drafting a lot of running backs because yeah. there's not a lot of running that backs was, out there. I mean, the very first show, that's what that was one of the main things you said. Get running backs, and you are being proven right. Now, the Colts rush defense this season, 89 yards per game, only three touchdowns on the ground through four weeks. Melvin Gordon fumbles a lot. Yeah, They just picked up Latavius Murray, who may or not be playing by Thursday night. They've mm-hmm. got Mike Boone, who they're going to get involved. Also, I, I just don't think they have a ton of faith in Melvin Gordon. If you don't have any better options, sure, but, man, don't expect a lot from right. Melvin Gordon this game. And then on the other side, as far as Indy goes, Jonathan Taylor might not be playing. Yeah, I don't think he is. I mean, so, so people are jumping on Naheem Hines, like, right. like and then, but, but again... The Denver rush D, two touchdowns allowed through four games, yeah. right? Don't expect a lot from right. Naheem Hines. If you have to pick him up because you have nobody else, fine. But if you have right. another option, don't don't spend a lot of your fab budget right. if you know what and that is. And I think is. the Denver D is going to try to come back and do something because you know, they were embarrassed last week. I mean, that yeah. D, they did not do – everyone was expecting them to do very well. And I think they have something to prove this week. And they're this a good week. defense. Yeah, they man. are. Yeah, they really for are. Sure. All right, so let's get to the booms and busts for week number five, and we'll start off with my booms. I got a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Now, my quarterback boom for this week is Justin Herbert at Cleveland. He looked good last week, and they needed him to look good, finishing with 21 fantasy points a week after looking horrible against Jacksonville, and finally getting Eckler involved and making sure that those passes aren't just dump passes they're actual passes downfield to Eckler which I think they they brought that up I was watching Red Zone on Sunday and they brought that up saying that these are the the kind of passes that Eckler needs yeah. to be thrown are not just the bubbles not just the behind the the line of scrimmage passes get Eckler out in the open and that's what they did big time and it actually helped Mike Williams too a lot and the other Chargers receivers so Cleveland's given up 42.8 fancy points to Herbert uh, in his career, and the Browns are the 15th against the uh, fancy QBs in 2022. Uh, they were eighth last year. Herbert should be a very, very solid QB one uh, on the road this week. Uh, I like Justin Herbert as a boom. Yeah, I'm with you, man. His ribs seem to be healing up pretty good. Um, look, 
well, statistically looked great last week. I didn't watch any football. Uh-huh. I had some other stuff right, going on. Right. But, um, yeah, as an Eckler guy, yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Run some routes yeah. with Eckler. Use yeah. him as a, like an actual receiver. Yeah. So I'm with it, man. I like it. And my running back boom is Damian Harris versus Detroit. Harris had 43 fantasy points over the last three weeks, and the Lions are the 31st against fantasy backs. Harris should be an upside. I'd put him as an upside RB2. Could be an RB1 this week with the passing game non-existent right now and the quarterback's just dropping like flies. Harris should be a bet for another TD or two in this matchup. Yeah, I um I wish we would have conversed beforehand because that's a big part of my extra point this week. Okay. But I, I'll go into a little more depth then. But Very good. Yep, obviously right. I agree. Boom, uh, wide receiver, my boy Romeo Dubes oh uh, versus, I, and I get the first and last name wrong, yeah, but you, you're going to all call him <laughs> Romeo, and you're going to call him Dubes, all right, versus the Giants. Dubes has stop. 28 fancy, stop. I'm going to say Please a lot, stop it. Dubes has 28 <laughs> fancy points in the last two games, he's becoming a solid wide receiver three option, and possible wide receiver two, because it looks like Rodgers likes this receiver, even though... He's looking at Lazard, all right, especially on third down. Dubes' role has grown to be the point where he is in every week. You've got to put this guy in your flex position at least. He's got so much upside, and you know Rodgers. I mean, I know I bash on him a lot. I didn't even have him in my top 15 quarterbacks this year. You know Rodgers will put a chip on his shoulder and try to make every single uh, touchdown that he can. He gets the Giants' burnable defense in week five, so I like Dubes a big boom. I don't even. You want to call him Romeo? Uh, no, I Go don't. Go ahead, please. Don't. It's Romeo uh, Dubes. Oh, man. I really enjoy this this time we have together. <laughs> I just want you to know that. It brings me It's joy. just going to get worse. When people Every, call it out, it just gets worse. The, just the older you get, the worse it's Do you agree be. or disagree with the boom? I, I love it. I, uh, I was upset this morning when I woke up and saw a waiver wire ah, process no, hate that. in one of my leagues. Where he he got picked up, and I'm like, how is this guy on the waiver wire? I just assumed, and this is in one of my deep leagues, like a mm. 20 roster spot league. I didn't even think to look for him because why would he be on the waiver wire? Especially well, when I said his name wrong last week, you knew all about. Him. Dude, I've known all about him for months. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, man. just just that slips through the cracks, you know. Right. So yeah, love it though. All right, tight end, boom! I got Hawkinson right last week, didn't Nailed I? Nailed that. What did dude. I call, buddy? Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with someone different this week, though. Pat Fryermuth, all right, at Buffalo. Now, okay. listen, at Buffalo, let me let me explain why I think he's going to be a boom this week, all right? He's hit double digits in fantasy points in three of his four games, and that is half point PPR he's been in double digits. Mm-hmm. So if you're in full point PPR, you're getting even bigger points out of Fryermuth, okay? The Bills, I know, they just held uh, Pedagogue's favorite guy, Mark Andrews, to, to just three fantasy points last week. He's either going to be a boom or a bust tight end one against the Bills D. And let me tell you why. I don't, and I, that I'm saying he's going to be a boom. The quarterback situation, I mean, it, it's it's drama, drama, drama at Steelers camps right now. And, and they, they are not moving the ball with any consistency at all. I think this tight end, and I think it happens a lot, Ego, when you see these teams struggling mm-hmm. um, that are usually not used to struggling this much. They start relying on the safe plays. They start relying on, hey, let's start doing something good that we know. And Pat, I think Fryermuth is going to be that guy, especially going up against that Buffalo D, man. I don't see a lot of Steeler offensive numbers, but the ones that I do see I think are coming from him, and I think you might want to plug him in at your tight end spot. 
So the Steelers are transitioning from Trubisky to Kenny Pickett at quarterback this week, which is they they did it halfway through the game last week. And he didn't skip a beat last week. I nope. mean, Firemuth still tore up with yeah. Pickett. Yeah. So this week, especially with that Bills pass rush in place, expect Pickett to get rid of the ball quick. Best way to do that is to dump it off to your tight end with good hands. Right. So, yeah, man, I, I I disagree with zero things that you've said so far. You're doing great. Well, you're going to disagree with my bus for sure. I Can't wait. <laughs> wait, you, so you don't disagree with Romeo Dubes. You just said just, you, just no. the pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. We're going to get Romeo Dubes t-shirts done. We're going to get it done. All right, so my bus, here we go. Start off with the QB. I know I just... Uh, I, I've, I'm envisioning it in my head. R-O-M-A-Y-O. Romeo... <laughs> D-O-O-O-O-B-S. So it's going to sound crazy, all right? And you're going to say, well, how can how can Dubes be your, your, your boom when Rodgers is your bust? Okay, now here. Aaron Rodgers is going to be my bust going up against the Giants because, listen, he's got 50 fantasy points over the last three weeks and has been ranked 16, 16, 17 among, among fantasy QBs, right? He's going to pick it up eventually, obviously. The Giants are seventh against fantasy QBs. I think uh, that has to do with more of who the Giants have been playing, though. The Titans, Panthers, Cowboys, Bears, right? I mean, jokes. So when I say bust for Aaron Rodgers, I think it's going to be a bust for Rodgers owners who, again, think Rodgers is going to win them their game, like the Mahomes and the Jacksons. And I, I just don't think he's even there yet. I see him getting there, especially maybe after this week when he connects with, with you know, Lazard and Dews becomes like these major wide receivers. I just don't think... He goes. I don't think Rodgers goes over twenty five points, and people are going to like. Well, twenty five points. That's no. That's not a. That's not a boom, and 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 that's not even an average game for Rodgers in the past. You you want that twenty eight plus, and people are like. Well, twenty eight ain't more than twenty five. Yes, it is. I mean, twenty eight in fantasy scoring. I mean that that's a huge deal. I think Rodgers picks it up maybe in week six and seven, and finally. I mean, but I just think this is the last week that Rodgers could be a bust. Uh, yeah, you're right. I disagree um, a lot. With that, I think um, I would go almost all the way the other way. Like, this is a week where he goes off, right? It's a Sunday night game at home against the worst three and one team in the history of football, the New York Football Giants. I think Aaron Rodgers, prime time, that spotlight, uh, kind of getting his chemistry with these guys. It's a new receiver core with, without uh, Devontae Adams there. I think Christian Watson, they're getting him more involved as well. Man, I think Rodgers has like a I'm big gonna game, still say under like 20, 35. Uh, yeah, see, I'm going to say under 25 points this week. Um, so that'll be a good one. That'll be a side bet for us for sure. Okay. Running back bust, I got Jamal Williams at New England. Williams has 47 points over the last two weeks, and he could be a low-end RB1 to a high-end RB2 this week, but he's got such limited upside against this Patriots D that is fourth against fantasy running backs. And I think New England knows that the only way they're going to win a game, it's going to be with their defense. So I do not like Jamal Williams this week. Okay. I, I'm not like crazy about him. Like you have to start him, but I mean, he'll be fine. He'll catch a few balls. He'll be serviceable, but he's not going to, uh, he's not going to go out the last two weeks and full point PPR. He's 24.7, 23.9. Don't expect that this week. No. Expect more like 12, 13. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, my wide receiver bust again. This is just you know. I mean, you're gonna laugh again about this one. Justin Jefferson versus Chicago. <laughs> Jefferson has seen at least 11 targets in All three right. of his Vikings first four games, creating a nice floor, right? Though the upside is questionable. He hasn't scored since week one. <laughs> Facing a Bears D, this shocked me. 
Wow. In week five that he scored on in both meetings last season, but one that's only allowed three passing touchdowns so far to date. Do I love Justin Jefferson? Yes. Do I see him having a bus game in Chicago? Because, again, these are like trap games where the Vikings think they're going to roll through. the. And, and, I Yes, I think Justin Jefferson has a bust. I, I also can't believe this. I'm looking at it. He did have a rushing touchdown last week, yeah. so he did find the yeah. end zone, but not a receiving touchdown. Yeah. Um, Chicago, the number one team in the league against Unreal. opposing receivers Unreal. in fantasy. Unreal. So <laughs> what? I, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, I mean, surely it's just by choice because you can run on them. Maybe I don't know. Are they better? Well, good this is them? what I bring to you and the listeners of this podcast. I bring to you this shocking knowledge that if you're thinking Justin Jefferson's going to put up again, 20 plus points, don't be shocked when he does not. I'm not saying you're not going to start of Justin course, Jefferson, of course. but I'm saying, yo, look, this could be a possible bust for one of your stud wide receivers, which might want to set you up for starting somebody else in those flex spots. Okay. So Chicago 29th in the league against opposing running backs mm-hmm. in fantasy. I think Cook and Mattinson just tear it up. So you can, yeah, you can. It's, so this is a big Dalvin And Cook we were wrong week. about Cook too last week. You know, we, we, we said BS playing the whole game and. And uh, he did. He played, what, 20, 20 Dude, touches almost? 20 carries, yeah, 76 yards, <laughs> two catches. Yeah. Um, so not Looks a, like the shoulder's fine. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's doing okay. Yeah, wow. Okay, yeah, man. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, bitch him. <laughs> I did not him on say the bench. bitch him. All right, now the last bust here is tight end. You might not like hearing this. It's your boy George Kittle at Carolina. I can't argue, though. How can I? Kittle has only eight fantasy points in two games this year. Uh, he also almost had his first touchdown of the season, was out of bounds on the reception. Jimmy G is slowly working off that rust uh, of not taking hardly any reps with the first team, and you can tell. Uh, Kittle should be a tight end one soon, hopefully. And and hopefully Kittle and, and, and Jimmy G get back on the same page uh, the Panthers are just 18th against fantasy tight ends. Could this be the game where Kittle and Jimmy G come out and do it? Yes, maybe. But I again, I think that if you drafted Kittle, if you had to start a tight end in your league and you drafted Kittle, you better be looking for other people. So Garoppolo looked a lot better this past week against the Rams than he did the week before when he had to come into the game. So like I, I feel like they're going to get it eventually, and you have to keep rolling Kittle out there until they do. But... Yeah, no, I mean, for now, it hasn't been much, like four targets and five targets. Just it seems like Ayuk and Debo are such a bigger part right. of that offensive scheme and just uh, the guys that Garoppolo's looking for. But I feel like it's going to get there, and I'm going to keep playing him until it does, yep. even though, yeah. So that leads us to our buy, sell, and drop it like it's hot, all right? So for this week's buy, um, I have a running back, okay? My, my main buy this week is somebody that I picked up in week two, uh, Devin Singletary for the Bills. Um, again, I'm shocked that he's not owned by more teams. Um, but buy, buy, buy Singletary. He might be the best value out there right now. He's a part of one of the most explosive and high-scoring offenses in the NFL. And there, like Eagle and I talked about earlier, there are you, there are teams right now that are dying because they do not have a running back on their team. They are they are they are not going to win another game. Until they get a running back, I think this is somebody that you could you you could seriously get and get a you know a big 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 you know you 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 need to buy this guy yeah. if you have any possible chance of buying this guy to give you an idea how much I think that Singletary has played 
you know, his fantasy scoring has been off the charts because Josh Allen, I mean, it just, I can't believe that the Bills are, you know, at the record they are. It's just unbelievable. So by Devin Singletary. These last two weeks, he has been a big part of the passing game. 11 targets in week three, five targets in week four. For 78 yards and 47 yeah, yards. Volume's I mean, off the charts. That's crazy, right? Yeah. So, and he's still going to get around 10 carries probably right. per game. So, yeah, I think his numbers are just going to go up. And then this week against the Steelers, yep. I think he has a big, big week. So, try to get him now. Yep. Sell Miles Sanders, um, running back for the Eagles, a perfect example of risk versus reward. If you ever going to gain in a trade, it's moving a player for a higher value than it cost you, all right, to begin with. When you added that player, that's what you want. Sanders was a late-round draft pick currently. He's uh, RB9 on the season. Uh, I love I love Sanders' talent, but I just don't know if he can maintain it all year. And maybe uh, you know you get burned in the past with, with, with you know, Sanders' type of player. But to be fair, uh, they are finally using him right, and I think his name has been out there a few times too. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're sitting there and you need uh, somebody, uh, a wide receiver, a quarterback, and Sanders is, is a guy that you can get rid of, I would get rid of him now because I think you're going to get a lot from Miles Sanders. You'll never get more than right now, right? 27 carries, 134 mm-hmm. yards, two touchdowns. Um, I mean, he looked like a legit running back yeah. one. Yeah, um, yeah, almost 30 fantasy points in full-point PPR, but that's not like a sustainable pace no. for Miles Sanders. So no. try, try now. All right, and then drop him like he's hot. Chase Claypool with the Steelers, man. Um, just... I don't even know what to say about. I, 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 we talked about the Steelers a lot already with Pat Firemuth. Um, the Steelers are a team I think people like, just like the Cowboys. They like to not like them. Yeah. And I think that those people are having a lot of fun. I'm not going to do that just because I kind of feel bad for the team. I really kind of feel bad for this team um, and the players that are being put because I don't think their players are bad people. But um, <laughs> Chase Claypool, dude. Get rid of them. I'm all, I almost put Johnson and Claypool both on there. Yeah, you just I just get rid of them. I and mean, why are you got them? There's other. There's so many other teams. When you get to my waiver wires here, there's so Deontay many other players. Johnson. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. I mean. Get, I mean. You can't I just. just cut I just Deontay don't. I don't like Johnson. him either. I mean, it's just you know he's not getting anything. You can't cut him. No, but I mean, drop him like he's hot. Claypool for sure. Yeah. Johnson, you, you're gonna keep, but I just you know you can drop might, Claypool flat on his yeah, face. I think. Right. Uh, I think George Pickens is. Going to emerge as yeah. Kenny Pickett's favorite target, oh, and, yeah. and be that number one sooner rather than later. But right. Deontay Johnson is just too skilled and talented yeah. to like to let go. And I wouldn't sell him right now either because he's coming off a really bad week, right? And uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. I don't think you'll get much for him. But Claypool, yeah. How about Allen Robinson? You want to just cut him? God, yeah, man. Maybe that's why I didn't have two receivers from the Rams in my top twenty because Allen Robinson sucks at football. I just can't believe it. Like. The Rams stuff, dude, I just can't believe it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like Stafford, I think, is that one of my yes or BS? Yeah. When we get to yes or BS, I'm going to ask you this question, and people might think it's funny, but I think it's legit. Um, and and it's just, wow, I'm just dumbfounded by the Rams right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Call that a I'm glad. I'm glad I don't have any Rams players on my team right now because I would be seriously going nuts. Okay, week five waiver targets. I picked two. From uh, quarterback, running back, uh, wide receiver, and tight end, I think. Or maybe one tight end. I don't know. And then uh, some defensive uh, players that might be for the waiver wire. And I think this is great that we put this podcast up today. Yeah. Because a lot of people's waivers don't even start until today and release. Which, you know. So get these guys if you can. All right. Quarterback, Jamison. Uh, Jameis, I'm sorry. Jameis Winston uh, from New Orleans. You can call him Jamison if you want. You he, might as well. Yeah. Jamison Winston. <laughs> He's. I, I couldn't believe how, like, again, 
only 35% maximum ownership right now. Yeah. The Saints let Winston rest last week, but he's deemed healthy enough to play in Week 5. He draws a plus matchup at home against a struggling Seattle secondary. The Seahawks just allowed 378 yards and four against Goff last week and have permitted the sixth most fantasy points per game to opposing opposing quarterbacks to start the year, so we'll, we'll you know we'll need to keep the injury tabs on this you know and, and see what what's going in. But I like I like him picking. If you need a quarterback stream, do it this week. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris Olave has emerged as like a, a legit threat. Um, Kamara is supposed to be back this week. Possibly Michael Thomas. I mean, that's a perfect storm, right? And then I put Kenny Pickett on here from Pittsburgh, man, just because obviously he's the starter now. We've mentioned it already. It's his show, and I, they're just gonna. I mean. What what's he gonna do? What, we're, we're, well, we're gonna see. Well, he's not gonna do much this week no. against Buffalo. No. But going forward, I like him quite a bit. Yep. Running backs, I got Tyler Algier. All right, from Atlanta. You know, your your boy Cordell Patterson is. Wah, wah, uh-huh. wah. Did he get put on the IR? He's IR, but it's the it's the designation to redo. He he should only be back, be out for four weeks. Okay. Yep. Um, it's setting up the rookie now to be the team's lead back, and and you know when when rookies get a chance in the NFL. It, they either go whoa, skyrocket, yeah. take off, you know, or they they fail. But I think, I think this guy is going to do all right. Okay, um, next week's matchup against Tampa Bay is far from enticing on paper, but fantasy football is an opportunity based game, and the Falcons are the third heaviest run team in the league. So you know this guy is going to get his touches right. So go pick him up. He's the only uh, maximum ownership right now, nineteen percent. That's crazy. And then uh, Rashad White, Tampa Bay. I put him on there last week. Um, you know, I've got him in my league as a backup to Fournette, obviously, is, is you know, but um, Fournette looked good. Um, but again, I just, they, they're going to lean on Fournette a lot. I just, I think he's just one play away from Fournette going down and Rashad White just taking yeah. over, you know. So he's only, again, maximum ownership, 27%. And I think they're going to work him more into the passing game. So, yeah, definitely go get him if he's floating around. And then as far as Atlanta goes, uh, Algier, definitely a pickup if he's out there. They also have Caleb Huntley, so they're going to be mixing it up a little bit. And it may, might be a hot hand approach, but deeper leagues, go find Caleb Huntley and grab him too. Wide receiver waiver wires. Here are two players for you. Alec Pierce from Indy. Since returning from injury, Pierce has picked up 61 and 80 yards for the Colts over the last two weeks. And and that's something that I look at when I go to the fantasy player. I look at the uh, you know fantasy points, and then I click on those fantasy points, and I see where they came from. And they're coming from good spots on the field because, uh, obviously, Jonathan Taylor, we talked about that, not going to be uh, playing as much. I expect Pierce's role to just skyrocket now. And as the season continues... Um, I mean, he caught 7-11 targets over the span. Should remain an explosive downfield threat for this offense. So go get yourself some Alex Pierce and Rondale Moore out of Arizona. Okay, Moore returned. I think we mentioned him last week. Moore returned to action in week four, immediately took over full-time role in the offense. I mean, Yeah, he boom, didn't produce done. much, but he no. was out there. And a it's, ton. It's going to go up going forward. And it and it's, you know, sidelined our boy, I think, uh, you know, Greg Dorch. Yeah, Dorch. I think, I think it was a good run, man. <laughs> I think it just, uh, you know, it's 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 pretty much uh, the the Rondale Moore, maybe DeAndre Hopkins show when that returns too. Yeah. So go in Rondale Moore again. He's only picked up an eighteen percent of maximum leagues right now, so he's definitely out there. He will be out there um, a lot, being a big part of this offense going forward. Man, oh, Greg Dorch, you just got to drop him now, right? It's <laughs> I over. Do, yeah, I think yeah. it's over. Yeah, I do too. Sad. Tight ends. You got Logan Thomas from Washington. Don't look now, but Thomas is quietly the tight end 15 and climbing after missing almost all the 2021 season. This week, Thomas squares off against a Titans D that has allowed the second most fantasy points per game to any tight end 
Um, so if you need a tight end, you need to start him. Go pick up Thomas from Washington, and then Hayden Hurst. Uh, you know, uh, week take his week three outing out where he was injured and it was held to just a thirty eight percent snap share. It's been a rather productive start of the year for the Bengals tight end. Um, you see his name being called out yeah. a lot. I mean, you really, really do. Now, whether he does stuff with those balls has been seen. But again, uh, this week he faces a Ravens secondary that's been beaten up in recent weeks, and the Bengals' pass- passing attack is rolling on all cylinders right now. So go get him. Yeah, both tight ends I would play over Kyle Pitts. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And then, uh, it's a your, joke, but it's not. Your defensive streams for this week, if you need a D, Jacksonville versus Houston, I like that. Miami at the Jets, like that. And then the Vikings versus Chicago, I love that. Oh, Chicago is just so <laughs> painful to watch, man. Not Ugh. good. Yep. I'm with you. No, you, you're on it this week. Dude. Oh, thanks, man. Good stuff. Thanks. I, I hardly, like, I don't want to go out of my way just to be a contrarian and disagree with yeah, stuff just, for good content. The way I say names, that's all you do. That's man. Well, yeah, no, and <laughs> I didn't even correct you on Algier. Yeah, it's uh, Algier. Yeah, it's not uh, Algier, actually. <laughs> so you got me messing it up. It's Algier, but I didn't even correct you. I just said it correctly when I it was my turn to talk. All right, yes or BS, here we go, friends. man. Let's rock yeah. it through uh, week number five. Are you ready for this? So ready. Pickett has over 20 fantasy points this week at Buffalo. Uh, BS. Wow. Yeah, BS. Not, he's, he's not going over 20. Dude, Buffalo. Gee, okay. All right. No, Lamar, no. I'm just saying. Lamar Jackson. You're, you're answering these questions. Lamar Jackson just got 20. I know. That's Lamar Jackson. I know. Right? Yeah. Nope. All right. Matthew Stafford. Oh, no. Has under 20 fantasy points this week <laughs> versus Dallas. Oh, oh no. BS. He'll have 22. <laughs> it, it, I mean, again, I said you might think it's a funny question, but it, uh, but it's not. It's so painful. I It should be a no-brainer, but um, just just his connection with Cup alone, I think, gets him over 20 this week against Dallas. All right. Ugh, and then my last gross. one, we're sticking with Dallas. Rush stays at QB when Dak returns. Not BS. You've said BS every single time, yep. and you're going to stick to it. I'm sticking to BS. I mean, there's, What's the record? Their record's good. Uh, Cooper Rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush's record is uh, however many games he's played and oh. Um, but at the same time, Dak's the guy, and Jerry Jones pays him too much. I and wish I could really say what I said off the podcast I want about you to. Jerry Jones. I want you to, and then come back and beat and, it out. And lighting his uh, <laughs> Dak's contract on I mean, fire. this doesn't go across like actual airwaves, <laughs> right? No, but There's I'm no pretty FCC. sure I could get FCC fine for that. I don't know, man. I don't think you can. Let's try. Oh, I don't know. All oh, right. that's brutal. But again, there's your yes or BS. Oh, I'm throwing stuff now. So getting the uh, the video camera here set up for Ego's Extra Point. Um, we mentioned a player earlier that he's going to probably expand on a little bit more. So I know these extra points are very, very helpful. And uh, if not, well, just send us a message on Facebook. Let yeah. us know. We're tired of watching them. <laughs> yeah. I do like how we end our Ego's Extra Point though every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I've got my timer set for 90 seconds so I don't go over because that's the uh, that's the allotted time amount, right? The algorithm. You're supposed to get 60 seconds. Yeah, I know, but you said 60 to 90, so <laughs> I get a little hey, wordy. Hey, we've had a really quick, fast show, man. Like, we really, like, just didn't disagree much at all. So we're, we're sitting at, you know, wow, you're good. Yeah, so take at least uh, 94 minutes if you want. 94 minutes. All right, okay. Sound good. All right. all right, guys, Ego's Extra Point, a little extra knowledge for you guys to get and share and then um, win your fantasy football leagues, especially when it comes to picking up or dropping players. I think this week, though, is going to be a good one. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Timer is set. So 
what I love, and I've mentioned this before, is you can look now at team defenses and what they're allowing and use that to set your lineup. Last week, if you listened to my Fantasy Football 101 show, I told everybody, start Rashad Penny. He hasn't been good all year, but Detroit had allowed eight rushing touchdowns through three games. What's he do? He comes out and punches in two touchdowns, right? So now this week, same thing. Damian Harris, he scored in three straight games. Hey, he's on my boom list, yeah. Going up against Detroit, who has now allowed 10 rushing touchdowns in four weeks. Damian Harris is going to have a nice week, but I didn't want is to get— Is it Detroit or Detroit? It's whichever you want to call it. My clock's ticking over Dubes here, or dubs? It's both wrong. <laughs> but let's look at the passing side of this, right? Two of the worst pass defenses in the league as far as touchdowns allowed are Washington and Tennessee. They go head-to-head. So not sexy names there, but Terry McLaurin coming off of a bad week could be a good start. And then Robert Woods, especially now with, uh, what's his name? Oh, Traylon Burks down. Robert Woods could be a really nice start this week, too, and Tannehill could be a, a nice play if you need a good a good QB to come in like in a two QB league or something goofy like that. But you got it's time to start paying attention to this stuff. It's hugely important, and it could be those lineup calls that help you win your week. Ego's extra point is up. It's good. <laughs> Love it. Right. So, guys, matchups matter. Just remember that. Matchups matter, especially after week five, and I think you and I talked about that, too. You know, that was maybe one of your extra points, or maybe you just brought up the point during one of our podcasts that, you know, week number one and two, you know, you really can't do that. Yeah. But afterwards, you know, especially when it comes to players, I like to choke on some of these players, you know, early, but just hold on to them because I know if I don't, I'm going to drive myself crazy. Yeah. But now the matchup plays definitely matchups matter. And uh, great Eagles extra point, man. Good Thanks, job. buddy. Appreciate it. All right, guys. So that is your season two, week number five Fantasy Junkies uh, podcast. And again, don't make your uh, fantasy football winning a, a, a fantasy. Make it a reality. But the Fantasy Football Junkies right here. We'll catch you guys next week. Good luck. And don't forget, Fantasy Football 101, Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. with my man Ego. You got it.